Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Mocha Studies, and I am so happy to present an episode of content where it's going to be nothing but good news. Unless you live under a rock, you probably didn't hear that Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested this morning in New Hampshire. And if you don't know who she is, she was the confidant, the madame, the secondhand man to Epstein's operation, and she was actually arrested today. Amazing news. And coincidentally, remember I did the episode where I said insurance policy canceled when it came to the Southern District Attorney uh, Attorney General. Um, his name was Berman. He was the stonewall that was blocking and delaying all these cases from going forward. He gets removed, and now Strauss, who A.J. Barr put there personally to oversee the Southern District of New York, not even 12 days later after this happening, we have Ghislaine Maxwell being arrested. It's something to be super excited about, and for anyone that's saying nothing is happening, get off my channel right now because you can no longer say that. There's been an arrest made, so let's see what happens. Guys, nothing but good news today, and I cannot wait to show you what else I have in store for you because it's more than just Ghislaine Maxwell. So before I jump into the episode, let's just hear a word from our sponsor. So guys, today I've been promoting them for over a month now and I'm so happy to keep presenting them on this channel because I love their product. This is Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh, a comedy satire magazine made by a couple out in California and they are completely independent and they put their their blood, sweat, tears into this magazine. This is Mad Magazine on steroids. And just to give you guys an inside look of what you're going to be seeing when you get open this magazine, as you can, set, can tell, it's featuring Everybody Hates Bill Gates, The Kids on Our Right, and Song Bland. And speaking of Song Bland, these are just some of the performances you'll see in this magazine. Shill I Am, John Legend, Megan Trainwreck, and Jonas Brothers at the end there, just to give you guys an idea of the clean humor that is family-friendly. And again, this is something you can pass down to your family and keep on a shelf for history and for the years to come. And just to give you an, an extra inside peek in, into this new, newest issue that you'll get when you subscribe today, we have Old Friends. Friends, bad news. I think I might have contracted the Wuhan virus. No, I just came from the set of Crazy Rich, Rich Asians too. They had a wet market buffet. So you guys can kind of see the uh, the tongue-in-cheek kind of humor that this magazine will offer. And of course, here we have a picture here of two people wearing masks, which is absolutely hilarious. So when you guys go to Flip City Magazine, flipcitymag.com, this is where you will see the beginning and opening scene for the website. Absolutely beautiful. And when you come up here to go to buy subscribe, it'll bring you to where you can subscribe. And here we are. We have a $20 one year one year subscription and we have single issue prints over here, but I'm letting you guys right now the one year the one year print is totally worth it. It comes in a professional package and it's only $5 a magazine. You get four issues per subscription. Guys, we're not breaking the wallet here. It's $20 a year. You can't beat it. And just to put some uh, people's minds minds at ease, Flip City Mag has updated their store and they're also getting, you can now order international orders. So there were some issues with the store before, but now they have been resolved. So all that, just go there, subscribe, go to the link in the description below and go subscribe to Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. Remember, when you support my sponsors, you support Woke Society. So thank you guys for that. So as I always love to do, 
I love to start with a laugh. And I'm going to show you a video here of a woman. I don't even know her name, but she was fired from her job because not just recently, actually just recently, she was threatening to stab people because of their alternate views on BLM. So she was actually fired for this and she put herself on camera talking about this, crying that she lost a job she she worked so hard for. So we're going to play the violin, cry and laugh with her, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. called me and fired me. This is what Trump supporters wanted, um, because standing up for Black Lives Matter put me in a in a place online to be seen by millions of people. The job that I had worked really hard to get and meant a lot to me. Those called me and fired me because of everything. Um, I don't know if everyone's seen, but it's been circulating a lot. Um, my Black Lives Matter TikToks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared, and people were demanding that I be fired, which I, I just got. My job that I worked really hard for. Even though they claim to stand against systematic bias, racism, and unequal treatment, so did the thousands of Trump supporters sending me hate messages, death threats, and, and violent messages. I'm still not going to stop talking about and defending Black Lives Matter. You can't take away my spirit and my devotion towards human rights. How about next time, don't threaten people and stab them, and you might not lose your job, dumbass. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real, but it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring it all to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the Mike, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right. Yeah, maybe a life lesson, everybody out there. Don't threaten to stab people. That might cost you your job, but you know, blame blame Trump supporters and conservatives, right? No, just don't be a dumbass and you might not lose your job. No sympathy for me. And someone that could actually talk to, uh, probably bathing in those tears is Roseanne Barr. She lost her job. <laughs> just funny. Just crazy. So welcome, guys. Welcome to Awoke Societies here. We're going to jump right into the content because we have a lot to cover and lots of good news, like I said. So let's get into it. So I was getting ready to set up my episode just, to, just to literally a couple of hours ago. And we get the news this morning. Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested, and here we are from the New York Post. Let's jump right in it to lead off the show today. Longtime Jeffrey Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested Thursday in a six-count indictment charging her with grooming young girls for sex. The British socialite 58 was arrested by FBI in in New Hampshire around 8.30 a.m., sources told the Post. The just-unsealed indictment charges stem from Maxwell's role in the sexual exploitation and abuse of multiple multiple minor girls by Jeffrey Epstein as early as 1994, court papers say. 
The victims were as young as 14 years old when they were groomed and abused by Maxwell and Epstein, both of whom knew that certain victims were in fact under the age of 18, the indictment says. She is specifically accused of grooming three underage victims for sex with Epstein in places including the Upper East Side Townhouse, Florida, New Mexico, and London. Maxwell is charged with six counts, conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal, illegal sex acts, enticement of a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, and... We'll get into that list just a further, uh, a little bit further along the episode. Pros- prosecutors also accused Maxwell, a one-time girlfriend of Epstein's, of repeatedly lying about her involvement in the financier sex trafficking ring during a 2016 deposition. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan is expected to announce the charges at a noon press conference, which I was actually able to watch. And her arrest comes almost a year after Epstein was busted on a federal sex trafficking charge on July 6, 2019. He committed suicide in August, a day after some 2,000 court documents were unsealed in a related civil case revealing details of his alleged sex ring. And the funny part was, I thought we were seeing a one-year delta of when Epstein was arrested. And to compare to now, we fast forward to July 2nd um, and Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested, but wasn't exactly i think it was like four days off i think it was i think it was july 6th that yes july 6th that epstein was originally arrested i remember that day because it was something so huge and i already had the channel going at this point i was just getting it started remembering that summer where epstein was arrested the QAnon world blew up the conspiracy world blew up and people in general this situation woke up so many they woke up so many normies and people, even I consider friends, that would never be into this stuff, seeing the hashtag Epstein killed himself and that whole entire situation. But now we've been wondering for a very long time, where is Ghislaine Maxwell? We've seen pictures of her reading that book with the CIA thing about CIA spies and all this stuff. And we heard reports she was bouncing around from country to country. And I reported myself from the Daily Mail that the last time anyone saw her was out in France. Just five minutes away from Epstein's uh, really lavish apartment that he had in Paris or whatever it was. But apparently she was in New Hampshire and she's been arrested by the FBI. And there was a news conference at noon with Strauss, the new AJ, uh, um, the AG of the Southern District of New York, talking about the charges. Um, and really, today is a day to really be happy for the victims that suffered at the from Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. They are both well, supposedly, you know, Epstein killed himself. Well, there's a lot of people out there that don't think that. Um, but Ghislaine Maxwell now has been arrested. She's been indicted and she's going to face charges. And the, it's already trending on Twitter right now. Hashtag Clinton body count. Hashtag Ghislaine didn't kill herself. And it's already spreading on social media like wildfire. And I love, love to see it. But it's very exciting. But really, today is a day to be proud for the victims that suffered at these people's hands. And now there is some justice served. And we're going to see what happens in the next coming weeks. Because now it's going to get spicy. And Q told us that this summer was going to be hot. But let's see what we have here. Let's see who else is panicking in this entire situation. Let's just switch over to Newsweek. This says, Judge Rules Virginia Goffrey's lawyers must destroy Jeffrey Epstein files. And I'm, going, I'm bringing this up for a very specific reason, which you're about to see. Attorneys for Virginia who publicly accuse Jeffrey Epstein of sex trafficking must destroy files they obtained on Epstein after a Wednesday ruling by a federal judge. Now, I don't think this is a, as a big, big of a deal as the headline is making, but let's continue reading it here. 
Epstein was arrested in July 2019 on charges of sex trafficking and conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking. Allegedly, Epstein procured women to have sexual relations with high-profile individuals such as Prince Andrew, who I bet now is definitely losing some sleep. Information about Epstein, Cole from a 2015 civil suit filed against Epstein by Goffrey, allegedly contained the names of individuals with whom Epstein had conducted business with. Senior U.S. District Judge Loretta Presco ruled Wednesday that Goffrey's lawyers had come into possession of the documents improperly, noting that the protective order could only be forced during the civil lawsuit proceedings, which had already been settled. Presco wrote that all the materials in the file shall be destroyed. Presco also required proof that the documentation had been destroyed. Counsel shall submit an affidavit detailing the steps to do so. Preska's rule at adding. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because none other than Alan Dershowitz was the one requesting this. Of all people, the man we have pictures of on Epstein's Island was the one requesting that these documents be destroyed. Preska's ruling came after a request by attorney Alan Dershowitz to gain access to the documents. Shocker. Goffrey had claimed that Dershowitz was one of the men, men Epstein forced her to have sex with. In response, Dershowitz sued Goffrey for defamation in 2019. Dershowitz claimed that obtaining the Epstein files would be an asset to his defense. B.S. Preska said in her ruling that Dershowitz desire to see all the files with over a thousand DACA entries was not a targeted strike, but a carpet bombing. Newsweek reached out to Dershowitz for comment. The story will be updated with any response. And the reason why I bring this up, because literally just maybe five, six days ago, I'm on Twitter surfing the internet and I came across Alan Dershowitz literally fighting with normal normal Joe Schmoes on Twitter, accusing him, asking the simple question, why is your name on Epstein's log for the Lolita Express? Why are pictures of you with Bill Clinton and others on Epstein Island? And he went into complete, complete defense mode, tearing these people up, saying, you can ask my wife. She was with me the entire time. There was nothing illegal done. And he just, he, he, he was burying himself in the tweets. And he's literally arguing with people on Twitter, which why would you even do in the first place? Because you're not going to change people's minds in a tweet, in a Facebook comment section, YouTube comment section. Why are you engaging it? The only reason why I could think is because he is complete in complete stress mode. He is completely overwhelmed. And he knows this stuff coming out right now. Maybe he knew this was happening. Maybe he had foreknowledge of Maxwell being arrested. But either way. Either way, Dershowitz was the one that required this to have Epstein documents destroyed because he thought it could be helpful to his defense. But guess what? There is going to be no deals made, and this is why I'm titling the the episode today, No Deals. No Deals, and you else have, who else has said that? RQ team. RQ has also said no deals. So let's continue and see what these charges are going to be against Maxwell. This is from Technofog. Technofog said the Gisling Maxwell indictment charges include conspiracy to entice minors to engage in illegal sex acts, conspiracy to transport minors to engage in illegal sex acts, transportation of a minor to engage in illegal sex acts, and also perjury. And the court documents are here to verify it. Technofog is a fantastic resource, so please go follow him on Twitter. He is always on top of the court documents, and he is a great follow and He's just a wealth of knowledge. And as he says here, the Maxwell indictment where she groomed minors for Epstein focuses on the years from 1994 to 97. I'll later thread why the years are important. Minor, minors abuse in New York, Florida, New Mexico, London, and the full indictment here. And just more information. You can go follow Technofog for more of that. But these are the main indictments that we're seeing that were handed out today and also in the news conference that were handed out today as well. But it's great to see. It's finally great to see that the indictments are literally on paper 
It's official. She's been arrested. And now, who is she going to throw under the bus? That's what I would love to know. Because at this point, who knows what she's going to say. And this was the same feeling we got when Epstein was arrested. We knew as soon as Epstein got arrested, it's like, okay, he's either going to die in prison or he's going to make a deal and get throw everybody under the bus. And this could include some of the biggest high-profile people and some names we probably never even heard of as far as elites, politicians, uh, princes, uh, princesses. Who knows? Who knows who he hung out with because we know his network was vast. But the crazy part about this is, and this is why I was so confident when I made, when I made my episode and why I was pointing out why it was so important when Barr made the change to, uh, to, to Strauss. Let me just make sure I'm saying her name right. Oh, there was another cue. Yes, her name is Strauss, the, the uh, AG attorney general that Barr put in in the Southern District of New York as soon as that change was made. Within literally 12 days, guys, 12 days, Ghislaine Maxwell is arrested. Do you think the previous Berman, his name is Berman, the previous AG in the Southern District of New York wasn't a dam or a roadblock for any of this? Because what happened when, when Epstein killed himself, it seemed like the case just went nowhere. It was delayed. Um, we're getting more reports of documents, the million documents supposedly that the courts have, and that was getting delayed. And Ghislaine Maxwell is just out in the world somewhere when everyone and their mom knew that she was guilty and just as guilty as Epstein in all this, right? Well, look what happens. This is from my boy Tron. Anon's new drop 4484, which we're going to see in, a, in the Q drops and a little bit later in the episode. SDNY, importance of SDNY control, jurisdiction. They have jurisdiction over Wiener Evidence Collection, Clinton Foundation, Epstein Evidence Collection. And the first shoe to drop, guys, is Ghislaine Maxwell. And here we are. This is the image. This is from the Q drop talking about the importance of SDNY control. This says the FBI and spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, which is prosecuting the case, did not immediately respond to requests for comment. And here's another arrow, Epstein evidence collection from politics. Jeffrey Epstein friend, Ghislaine Maxwell, arrested on child sex abuse, conspiracy, perjury charges. And Trump fires U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman after he, he refuses to resign. And there's that piece of shit right there. This is what we call the old guard patriots. And now this is why we know he was clinging on so hard because he knew as soon as he got replaced, this information was going to come out and changes were going to be made. And now what do we see? We see one of the most high profile people ever associated with Epstein. And now she's been arrested and she's being charged. Fantastic news. But guess who was on top of this before anyone else was? There's probably some Patriots, but Q was talking about this for years, and now it's happening. And again, Q said this summer was going to be hot, and now we see why. So let's continue here. And this is why I said in, in my tweet, just to reiterate what I just said, tell me how AJ Barr gets the new SDNY AG in, and within no time at all, Ghislaine Maxwell is arrested. This is huge news, and everybody should be happy right now and enjoy this day. And of course, me with my sick mind, I'm pl I'm thinking, man, what's going to happen for the media to get to pry eyes for, pry eyes from the story? It's just the way I think. Just be prepared. I always tell people to keep things in a realistic mind frame. This is a huge victory for America and the world. Don't get me wrong, but we know how the deep state operates. We know how they try to pry eyes with the media. Be on alert. Stay safe because we know something is probably early, early in the works to get people back on COVID 
and everything going on with BLM still and all this other garbage that's trying to distract us. So keep keep your eye on the prize, as Q says, right? And this is really just a quick note to add some context to what we're talking about. This is uh, His name is Eli Honig on Twitter. He says, SDNY just announced the Glenn Maxwell case like the original Epstein case is staffed by the Public Corruption Unit. He says, I worked at SDNY and did sex trafficking cases. They do not run at a public corruption unless there is some potential angle against a public official. And this tells me that this this uh, Gregory Berman probably had had known if he pushes the case like he's supposed to do, he's supposed to be doing his job, it was probably going to throw some people under the bus and his puppet masters would not have been pleased. That is what that is telling me. And for someone to just verify that they actually work there is great context just to give you an idea of this is exactly what Q said was going on is what was going on. And on top of it, do you think it's a coincidence that the De- House Democrats are trying to invest- start an ev- investigation into Barr now? Just think about the timing. This came out, what did we hear about that news? That was on Tuesday when I was talking about on the, in the latest Q drops that the De- House Dems are trying to get an investigation started into Barr, calling Barr Trump's slapdog. And now... The decision that AJ Barr made and Trump as well, they work they work in lockstep. They're unleashing this corruption and now it's getting exposed. And you think this this all has to tie in together somehow. So the timing of things is never coincidental anymore. We are on top of this. We are seeing what's happening in real time and we're going to be staying updated on it. We are not going to be fooled again. And again, who I brought up before, Prince Andrew. This is from the news conference from the Sharp Edge. Uh, This is the one I was actually watching too. This is the new AG that we're all happy and proud to be at the helm now, taking care of these cases. And watching the case myself, you could tell she takes, this is is Strauss. She is taking this personally, and I believe AJ Barr is taking this personally because he was embarrassed when when Epstein supposedly killed killed himself. He was super upset at the the facility, the Manhattan facility that was being held. You could tell it bothered him. And he wants to, I think, for me personally, this is just my own two cents. I would want some redemption to show that I'm going to get these people, these corrupt, evil people. And you can see it in her face. She has conviction. So let's take a watch here. A reporter asked, we would welcome Prince Andrew coming in to talk with us. We would like to have the benefit of his statement. Let's watch what she says. Here we go. Um, uh, Prince Andrew has been someone who's been, you know, sort of a, a, a your office. Um, do you still uh, want to talk to him? Um, would that be as a witness or as a suspect? I'm not going to comment on anyone's status in, in, in this investigation, but I will say that we would welcome Prince Andrew coming in to talk with us. We would like to have the benefit so, of his statement. So his, his advisors have said that you need to offer an olive branch in order to get things going again. Would you be prepared to do that? Yeah, I have no further comment beyond what I just said, which is that our doors remain open, as we've, as we've previously said, and we would welcome him coming in and giving us an opportunity to hear his statement. So the audio was really bad with the reporter, but he was simply just asking, have you guys reached out to Prince Andrew? Do you guys plan on bringing him in? Um, to talk about this, um, and she basically said this was she she was it was really cool what they did. They, this whole press conference was about releasing the information, releasing the indictments, talking about how this investigation was really and this conference is for the victims first. And she didn't go into any other aspects of the investigation because it's still an ongoing investigation. And she simply said, "Listen, if Prince Andrew 
wants to talk. The doors are open, but let's be real, guys. If Prince Andrew comes over here, there is a very high chance he is never going back home. He knows that. That's why he hired the top extradition lawyer out in Europe uh, to protect him from having to come over to the United States because he knows as soon as he comes over here, Maxwell is probably already going to throw him under the bus. That's just my opinion. We'll have to see what happens, but he, I don't know how Prince Andrew is sleeping at night. I really don't. And this is from Eyes on Q. Perfect meme to uh, go along with this. It says, hashtag soon. And this is Prince Andrew sweating it out, wiping off his sweat with a $20 bill. I don't know the significance of that, but either way, you guys get the point. He is going to be having a hard time sleeping if he hasn't already. So we'll have to see what happens with all this. It's super, super cool to see all this play out. And let's shift gears here. There is more good news coming. And I am so happy to uh, just to show you guys because the mainstream media and really not a whole lot of people even on the Red Pill channels are talking about this. Let's go into Trump here, our man talking about historic job numbers. And I'm going to get into the trade agreement that actually took effect just yesterday that nobody is talking about and how huge this is for our country. And again, a big reason why Trump is going to get reelected. But let's hear from the man himself talking about historic job numbers from today's press conference. In June, we added 2.1 million leisure and hospitality jobs, 740,000 retail jobs, 568,000 education and healthcare jobs, 357,000 service jobs. These are all historic numbers. And 356,000 manufacturing jobs. And manufacturing looks like it's ready to really take off at a level that it's never been before, and a lot of that has to do with our trade policy because we're bringing manufacturing back to our country. He said we're bringing manufacturing back to our country. Now, we're going to get to that statement in just a moment, but let's check out this statement, uh, this article here from Breitbart talking about the blowout. The U.S. economy added 4.8 million jobs in June. Unemployment fell to 11.1%. We are quickly approaching the numbers and the economy that we were we were get we had before covid but now we're really starting to take off and see the numbers here so the us economy added 4.8 million jobs in june and the unemployment rate fell to 11.1%, both better than expected. The economy has added around 7.3 million jobs in the past two months. The increase in the ranks of employed workers shows that companies ramped up hiring as the economy reopened and consumers came back to stores restaurants, and other businesses that had been shuttered in March and April. Job growth was strong in restaurants and bars, reflecting the reopening of those establishments, unless you live in California, across the country, which added 1.5 million jobs, the Labor Department said Thursday. But unemployment remains 3.1 million below February's level, the month before the pandemic hit the economy, and retail stores added at 740,000. Manufacturing employment rose by 356,000, but is down by 757,000 since February. June employment increased were concentrated in the durable goods component with the auto sector adding 196,000 jobs and more and more. Construction, manufacturing are all coming back. But the reason why I want to bring this up right now is because the US MCA officially went into effect as of yesterday. And if you don't, if you guys haven't heard this, what, what this was, this was something that was promised in Trump, when Trump was running for election. He was going to completely get rid of NAFTA and replace it with the United States-Mexico trade agreement. And that is what we're seeing happen right now. And if you guys didn't know what this was, we're going to find an article right here to talk about how significant this was. Because before NAFTA, when NAFTA was into effect, this country was getting bled out. 
jobs were being offered overseas and those products were coming here. We were not an exporter of a lot of these, uh, an exporter of a lot of these products. They were bleeding us. That's just what NAFTA was doing. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty right now of what this means. So first, for those who have fought for decades against the baseline flaws within the NAFTA trade agreement, today is a very memorable day. Today, the USMCA officially goes into effect and the trade brokerage system exploited by Mexico and Canada Canada is officially ended. NAFTA is dead. This has been one hell of a decades-long battle. Effective today, the manufacturing of North American products must originate in North America. Boom. That is huge. No longer will Canada and Mexico be allowed to assemble component goods from Asia and transport them as finished North American goods into the U.S. market. The immediate impacts from this trade loophole closure will be felt over the next several months and years. Yes, things are rapidly about to change. And when you understand the details, you also understand the Democrats need to exploit a fictitious COVID fear to stop the explosion of U.S. economic growth that will follow. And this is exactly why the mainstream media has not even reported on this. This is a huge deal. NAFTA was a huge deal when Bill Clinton put it into effect. And now it's been replaced by a much better system. And you wouldn't even know about it unless you're listening to channels like this and all the other truthers out there that are on YouTube getting the word out about this. So this is today. This was a statement here. looks like from U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. Look at what he said. Today marks the beginning of a new and better chapter for trade between the United States, Mexico, and Canada, just as President Trump promised he would deliver for the American people. Promises made, promises kept. From day one of his administration, President Trump has changed the focus of America's trade policy away from what is best for big multinational corporations to instead what is best for America's workers, farmers, and ranchers. That's a monumental change. His success in creating a bipartisan consensus on the new on this new model for trade policy, in spite of, of the establishment critics who said it couldn't be done, is truly remarkable and it has been done. The USMCA contains significant improvements and modernized approaches that will deliver more jobs, stronger work protections, expanded market access, and greater opportunities to trade for companies large and small. We have worked closely with the governments of Mexico and Canada to ensure that the obligations and responsibilities of all three nations under the agreement have been met, and we will continue to do, to, to, to do so to ensure the USMCA is enforced. And this is is a big deal, guys, because now the manufacturing is coming back to North America, to our country, to our trade partners. It's no longer going to be sent out to Asia or China, and the products or components of those are going to be sent here and then be marketed as U.S. or North American products. It's a, it was a loophole that was bleeding this country dry. Trump said from the beginning of his campaign that he was going to change this. He hated NAFTA. A lot of people hated NAFTA. He has changed it, and you wouldn't even know it was happening. If all you did was watch the media or listen to the radio, you wouldn't even know this happened. It went into effect yesterday, and it's just added to the list of reasons why the Dems and the mainstream media want to push COVID and all this other shit that they're trying to throw on us to keep us distracted and to keep our eyes off the prize, which is more good news about our country and how Trump is changing it for the better. It's really unbelievable to see this happen. But it's, you know, what what else do you expect, right? (laughs) <laughs> what else do you expect? And just to throw in an extra headline here for some more good news, well, I'm not going to get into the uh, into the details of this, but this was a huge, huge arrest. This is out in the UK. More than 700 arrested and biggest ever UK operation against organized crime after encrypted phone network cracked. 700 people, guys, arrested in one fell swoop and being linked to an encrypted phone network that they cracked and a huge 
huge crime, organized crime was taken down in the UK. Just more good news. And last thing before we get into the Q drops, this is going to be super interesting. This is from the Daily Mail. Congress to grill Bezos, Cook, and Pachay, Pachai, CEOs of Amazon, Google, Apple, and Facebook, whose firms are worth a combined $5.5 trillion, agree. Listen to this. They're going to appear together before House Antitrust Panel. They're not doing this separately. They are getting the big dogs of these companies that have ruined, absolutely ruined free speech on their platforms. And they're going to be coming together and they're going to be grilled together all at the same time in front of the House this is going to be something that is going. I'm going to be watching. Hopefully, I can get a stream, so maybe I can stream it live when it happens, but we'll see. But we have Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Tim Cook, and Sundar Pichai will testify in late July. They will appear before House Judiciary Committee's antitrust panel. The panel has been investigating tech firms' alleged anti-competitive practices. Amazon, Facebook, Apple, and Google are accused of stifling competition. Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, was initially reluctant to testify before lawmakers. Too bad. You're going in. Lawmakers reportedly threatened Bezos, world's richest man with subpoena. Apple CEO Cook was also hesitant, prompting lawmakers to consider subpoenas, but they actually relented on condition that all four CEOs appear jointly. So we're going to see big tech come in and they're going to testify about supposedly how fair they are and how everything you're seeing that Project Veritas is exposing or just people Every single day that we come in contact with that are constantly shadow banned and everything else that's going on, they're going to say how everything, oh yes, we know, things, things, this is just a little part of it, but we're going to fix it. And literally the next day they're going to walk out and be like, F this, we hate, we hate what we just went through. We're going to continue to do what we're doing. But we'll see because Barr has also said in the next uh, coming weeks that he is going to also drop um, the pathway as to what he's going to do with his antitrust. Are they going to break up these companies? Are they going to keep them together? Or are they just going to, I guess, re redo uh, the Section 230 as far as platform versus publisher? We're going to have to wait and see. But either way, lots of good news, and I cannot wait to watch them get roasted um, in, front of the, in front of the entire world. It's going to be great. So let's go to the Q drops and get this started. 4557. This was crazy because I got so many messages of what these pictures you're about to see of what they could be. 4557, biblical. Photos of a halo of light striking New York City during lightning storm. And I said, man, I hope it hit uh, Cuomo's ivory tower, but that's wishful thinking. Q writes biblical. Q, they link a, a, a Twitter here, Heather uh, Childers. She says, not a filter, not edit at all. Check out the halo of light striking New York City just now. And you guys all saw this. This is a picture. You can see the lightning here. I don't think this is anything more than lightning. It's a cool picture. And as you scroll through, again, to me, it was just a really lucky shot. And because of this huge thing here, people are talking about aliens. I even got a message asking, do you think, because everyone heard that Chaz was taken over yesterday in under an hour, which is really pathetic. Um, People are asking me, do you think this was just a dimensional light thing that took people from Chaz and transported them to New York City? These are the questions I get all the time. And people are dead serious. And this is what they were referring to. This here was supposedly an interdimensional thing that transported the people from CHOP and brought them to New York City. Obviously, I don't believe that. These are just theories that run rampant when things happen, but who knows? Q is pointing it out saying that's biblical. Really cool to see. 4558, Patriots fighting against corruption for Canada Day. 
we stand together where we go one we go all and the tweet goes to here usmca in effect and obviously this is from canada patriots fighting against corruption for canada today wait till the end and this is just a clip of people protesting against each other people that are also happy about the agreement the trade agreement is talked about and it's great to see people stand up to people who really have honestly no idea what the hell is going on in their country it's just really sad all right continuing on here 4559. What does the word patriot mean to you? And here's a picture of the American flag that Q has used multiple times. And Q, I think this is, uh, I think they've dropped this before, but we'll read, we'll, I'll see if I can read all of it here. There was a time when our children stood at attention and with pride put their hand in their heart and in one united voice recited the Pledge of Allegiance. There was a time when strength and honor meant something. There was a time when standing for our flag meant something. There was a time when our history heritage was taught with pride and respect. There was a time when respect was given to those who served, bled, and died to protect and defend our freedom. There was a time when we were grateful. There was a time when our accomplishments meant something. There was a time when these United States of America, one nation under God, was united. There was a time when these United States of America, one nation under God, was united under the American flag. And they keep going. And here's a quote. Let's finish this. It's just too long. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children, what it was once like in the United States where men were free. And that's exactly why I started my channel because I saw in my, I saw up close personal what the city looked like and what socialism looked like. And that is not a future I want for my children. So join the fight full time. All of you out there that can, your small accounts, you all count. It all matters. Go fight for your country because we are all, what, I think it was a Reagan quote too. We were just one generation away from losing everything that this country has offered us and afforded us. So keep keep up the good fight. Be the patriot and take that oath. 4560, the last of the Mohicans, uh, promontory, main theme, and they link a YouTube video here. Again, this is just a song. I'll play some of it real quick just so you guys can hear it. It's got 32 million views. Um, this was down to like, I think they had like 6,000 subscribers. They're up to 40 and now it's up to 32 million views. It's just great. But again, this is not the first time Q has linked music uh, before. And I think I haven't done a dig on it. I honestly think it has something to do with the frequencies and hertz that these songs are played at. And that affect us at a subconscious level that we don't even know, but on a positive, on a positive, like, cause our, our brains are all, they all react to frequencies in certain frequencies. I think it's like 432 hertz. I think that's like the optimal frequency to listen to music. And I think this is what the song's on. So that's another dig for another day, but just something cool to point out. Um, he was just saying, hey, listen to this. Take a listen to it. Really cool. 4561, Biden and the DNC outraised Trump and RNC during blockbuster fundraising month. And this is a screenshot from a previous drop here, 4554. And Q writes, what a coincidence. Nothing to see here. And we go into it here. This is talking about how Biden and DNC outraised Trump during a blockbuster fundraising month, which, what do you know, happened as, as these riots were happening and BLM and Act Blue and all these donations that people are saying go to Black Lives Matter, which we all know, they go directly to the Democratic Party. And President Trump and Democratic challenger Joe Biden, this is from the Fox News article, saying both set eye-popping fundraising records last month, but Biden's records were larger. How in the hell? Think about it. Joe Biden is barely out in the public now, and when he does, he completely shits the bed when he talks. 
How the hell did he outraise Trump in a month where Trump even held a rally? Things are starting to pick up. And he was and Biden was still able to manage to raise more money than Trump. We all know where the money came from. It came from BLM and all these protesters and all this other shit that we know what's going on. So the former vice president campaign announced on Wednesday night that they, the Democratic National Committee and their joint fundraising committees, hauled in a combined $141 million in June, which was by far the campaign's best monthly figure to date. And Q writes here, what a coincidence. Nothing to see here. It's pretty obvious. We can see the writing on the wall there. And as we go, 4562, Ghislaine Maxwell, longtime Jeffrey Epstein associate, arrested. And Anon wrote, red alert, Ghislaine Maxwell arrested. It happened. And Q, again, linked 4484, which we showed before from Tron, saying, and also an old screenshot here from January 20th, 20. Uh, and Q wrote, you didn't think we highlighted, highlighted Epstein for no reason, did you? Those, were, those who were once protected are no longer Timing is everything. Hunters become prey. And this is why Q has also said there are going to be no deals. These were the predators that preyed on God knows how many young girls, boys, with politicians, elites, uh, Hollywood entertainers. They were the ones that were that they were hunters. But now their, their insurance policy is canceled. Ghislaine Maxwell has been arrested. And now they become the hunted. It's fantastic to see. 4563 feds arrest ringleader and attack on Andrew Jackson statue by White House. And this is a Fox News article talking about these sources add that Charter has connections to Antifa. And when you go to the article here, again, another Fox News article saying federal law enforcement officials on Thursday arrested a man in Washington they called a ringleader in the recent attempt to destroy the Andrew Jackson statue in Lafayette Square near the White House. Law enforcement sources tell Fox News that Jason Charter was arrested at his residence Thursday morning without incident and charged with the destruction of federal property. Have fun being in prison for 10 years for being a dumbass. Real good job, man. He was arrested by the FBI and the U.S. Park Police as part of a joint task force. And the best part about all this, these sources add that Charter has connections to Antifa and was in leadership role on the night of June 22nd. And now we're seeing leaders of Antifa being arrested in our country, and now they're being imprisoned. And look how fast that happened. Very, very quick. This is why if we didn't have Trump and Barr running the show right now, these people would be out doing whatever the hell they wanted, destroying all of our cities in the country and completely canceling all of America's history right now. And thank God, thank God that is not the case. Last drop here, 4564. Perhaps some underground, I'm sorry, perhaps some understood the significance of the music posted yesterday. How many of our brothers and sisters play this song prior to the drop? LZ, and I think LZ is landing zone. It's going to be a very hot summer. Add to your playlist. So this is something I'm, I'm assuming has something to do with the military. Tr uh, troops get amped up to music uh, before they land, before they go into combat. I know some buddies that they all do it. I think that's what Q is talking about here. And Q is saying, perhaps, again, some understood the significance of the music posts posted earlier. It's going to be a very hot summer and add to your playlist. Really cool stuff. So, again, guys, I told you, this episode probably flew by for all of you. It's 42 minutes already, and it's been nothing, nothing but good news. And how often can we say that? Usually, we're talking about negative stuff, how the world's burning. We'll have to see what happens. And now we're actually seeing some results. We saw the arrest. I don't think this is the first big arrest that Q is talking about. I think that's going to be having to do with somebody in Spygate. I'm going to probably assume that's going to be Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. Who the hell knows? But 
We're seeing an arrest made. Ghislaine Maxwell is now in custody and she's going to be charged. She's indicted and it's just great to see for the victim. So that's all I have, guys. That's literally all I have. So again, I'm going to plug myself before we end the show. Go to my YouTube, like, share, subscribe. We're at 81.6 subscribers. We're going to be approaching 90, hopefully very, very soon. Go tell your friends and family about this channel. Let them know about it. Let them know that we're also, we are the news now. And if you guys want to go to my my uh, my Patreon for all my diehard fans, I have all the tiers here that you guys can check out. I have exclusive content. I'm going to be doing a live stream tomorrow night for my patrons on that, just going over the weekly recap and doing all that with them privately. It's really fun stuff. You have my bit shoot, my backup channel. Go subscribe there, guys, because who knows how long YouTube is going to allow us to do this. Please, please, please go subscribe. And also, I have my D Live link up there. Go to D Live and also do and then subscribe to me on D Live for my live streams there as well. And the cool part is, if you guys are out there on podcast land, go to my website. I have all the podcasting links there that you guys can just download my content on the go. And of course, when you go to my store link, you're going to go back up. You hit this store link here. It brings you to my merch store, which has some amazing t-shirts, cups, mugs, v-necks for my ladies out there. Go and subs- go and check it out. I have the hats up on the uh, shop as well. We just got the hats, but we have so many products here. This is supporting three local businesses here in New York, myself included, my brother, and my t-shirt maker. These are all local businesses out here in New York, American-made products, really cool stuff. There's the hats. They look amazing. And, of course, hoodies, all that good stuff. So it's all there for you. We have some really unique items here made by people here in the United States, so check it out all that good stuff so let me know what you guys think in the comments it's been a great great day and it's only halfway through the day so it's what today is thursday we're seeing people we're seeing people that we never thought would get arrested they are arrested now let's just see what the week uh, brings and just enjoy this day guys enjoy this day of victory enjoy this day while we have it because we know things are going to get worse from here on out for not for us but as far as news and we're going to see the deep state get very desperate so enjoy the day stay safe And as I always say, stay woke.